We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's still said Kenny. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat V Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Davis. <laughs> Heat win with me today. Tim's screaming. That's not Kenny. I had the wrong name tag. <laughs> Tim's waving. You out there like E. Reed mixing up. Man. Mixing up black folks. Yo, Tim was yelling like the fucking rocket on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the air rocket didn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a fucking Apollo mission. <laughs> That's not Kenny. <laughs> It's not it. It's not Frankie it. in chat says I'm canceled finally. Um, finally. Yeah. Trying to get him out of the paint for yeah. a couple seasons now. Oh, yeah. That was that was funny. <sighs> um, yeah, lots to get into today. Um, see, my bottom Chiron's wrong. I, I'm I'm out of I'm out of sorts right now. Um, Tiff Bond. Yes. He win. <laughs> he win. Chat's calling me racist. <laughs> Chat calls me racist. Well, Listen, okay. Well, 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 as a as a nice uh, as a nice distraction, uh, Tiff, you pointed something out. You pointed something out early in the game that you wanted me to show on air. Uh, you know, our man, our man, our man, really going. Our man going through it. He going through it. He looked like he need a nap, some potato, as ginger ale. <laughs> that chest look real heavy. My, my man, it, it's not looking good. He look warm. He look like he don't know if Girl. he's a blanket or like one leg out. Girl, one leg out. One leg. <laughs> and then like the opposite sock on and off. Yes. <laughs> he look like he need my grandmother's shawl. Just. <laughs> Poor man. He's my best playing like 50 minutes a game, having got maybe the maybe the flu and COVID put together, <laughs> giving you nine yeah, points on the a, worst shooting you've ever seen. That's yeah, that's not just a I'm tired. That that's a little more than that's a help. Because yeah. when you start rubbing, he rubbing the head. Yo, it's it's a lot. It's, it's a lot going on. 
it, that, that's like when you're that's like when you're sweating because you have, your fever is too high, but you're also cold. That's why I said he don't know if he's going to that blanket or half in, half out. My poor man, my poor man going through it. Heat 106, Atlanta Hawks 98. Um, as you know what? Other than the wins against the Warriors, the Suns, and the Blazers, I think this is as impressed as I've been with them. Coming from coming from behind, you know, obviously missing a lot of your guys, playing Haywood Highsmith a lot of minutes, uh, all of it put together. Kyle obviously sick and going through it. That Tyler performance, the ba- let's start with Bam because I think that's really where we have to start. Uh, Tiff, I don't know if this is the leap that we've expected from him as a scorer. But all right, it, just stop it. I'm, I'm just saying it feels like he's putting some it. stuff together. This is it. You're watching it right now. Slowly, it's happening. This is it. It's raining real hard, just in case y'all hear that. But this is it. He is. He's legitimately looking to score. That's it. He he is not looking around talking about who I'm going to give this handoff to. He knows he's needed. He knows this is his time. So everybody crying. He's not going to get any better. He's not... We don't even know if he got better or all of a sudden he's just putting it on display. There you go again. But either way, it's there. Appreciate it. Love it. Now, I say this with a caveat. Let's see if this holds true when Jimmy comes back. That's the thing. Let's see. Because we don't want – if we don't see 28 to 30 from Bam, that's fine. But I still would like to see that aggressive 20, 22, 23 crashing the boards – stellar defense like we still want to see all that now if bam just all of a sudden says i'm I'm still getting you 28 a night hey that helps jimmy a ton that takes a lot of pressure off jimmy but this is it and i people need to stop crying and complaining because you're watching it in real time bond to tiff's point i think seeing him do it alongside jimmy not just in the flow of the Jimmy offense, but in the spacing point of view as well. What I'm seeing out of him, and I'm curious if you agree, is a mindset of rolling as hard as he possibly can to the basket in a, in a spread system. And the he's not a power guy. His finesse finishing has been tremendous. Using the jumper as a counter when the guys step up and that's kind of the biggest difference I'm seeing. What are you seeing in terms of kind of his mentality? I think it's, um, I think I echo almost exactly what Tiffany said in that really, we don't know skill wise if this is a leap or not, but it's the, the change in mentality to go out and to be aggressive for all we mm-hmm. know, this exact same skill set that he has right now, he could have had last season, season before, and just was timid to bring it out, unsure of when to take his spots, unsure of whether or not he had that reign in the offense, which I've always kind of maintained that I feel like he's had. Um, I think I think the hard rolling is a thing too. Um, from what you saw a lot tonight with the he and Tyler looks were – you know, Tyler just curling hard because he has that mm-hmm. floater. And you're either going to step up to him or you're going to let him take the floater. Yeah. After the second the second time they ran it, I would have just made Tyler make that shot than just yep. continue to commit both of them under the basket to him and just let him flip the shit up to Bam. Um, 
for me, it's been his willingness to take the jumper. Um, for me, not so much as the counter, but like, okay, I'm going to give you a couple dribbles, see if I get you. I guess that makes it a counter. Um, just give him some kind of in, some stationary dribble, see if you do anything. Nope, but you're still five feet off. Cool, I'm going to pull it. Um, the, the jumper is a finesse jumper. And I, what I, I think I like the most outside of those things is his willingness to uh, put a smaller guy or even a guy his size. Like John Collins, not really his size, but, you know, he's good and strong and he's like close enough to his size. He and some other people, you know, he just feels more comfortable now, kind of not a not a, you know, crab dribble type of back down, but, you know, a couple one, two rhythm power dribbles keep his shoulder into it and just go up with the little baby hook so for me it's just a the um intentionality to do it um consistently and i agree completely that it has to um be when jimmy's back i actually i tweeted it and that um you know if it comes in 28 38 32 point performances cool if it comes in you know 16 to 18 point outburst in the quarter cool but what i am going to be looking for is um whether or not he allows himself to hide or to be taken out of action um is he still going to seek the space in the middle of the floor where he has it uh to be effective or kind of just you know um bow down and, and defer and let jimmy do what he will kyle tyler or whatever so i hope he continues it with jimmy back and if it Looks like it does with these with these point totals. Great. If not, I just want to continue to feel him. He allows himself to be unfelt too often. So Miami had a one oh almost a one oh four offensive rating in the half court, which is pretty <laughs> spectacular for them to. I mean, spectacular in general. Right. I mean, it's right. you know, almost the 80th percentile. One of the, would be one of the best half court offices in the league. And I feel that that's all on Bam and, and the work yeah. that Bam does mm-hmm. in, in set plays yeah. in the half court with the improvising and, and, and everything. And I think that is one of the biggest things for their development, because even with Jimmy, they have never been a scary half court team. But if you have a guy like like Bam right. and the pick and roll synergy with both Lowry and Hero, you can start really manufacturing some offense in places that you really couldn't. Right. No, I, I agree. I think – go ahead. I'm sorry, Chief. No, no. I'm, I'm panning to you. D, DHO to you. No, I just think – <laughs> I've been waiting on that handoff. Um, no, it's it's interesting too because um, the, the areas where I literally felt like Bam was just non-existent over this stretch, he is in every area that I felt he needed to be. Like – and he's making the moves decisively. Like, he's not waiting. Usually, mm-hmm. Bam gets the ball. He looks. He looks. The dribble is too slow. Over this last stretch, he's decisive. He gets the ball, and he goes. Or he gets the ball, and he's making the pass. Um, he's getting down the court, which is, you know, I, I love when he's the first when he's the first man down. I love that because that means – you guards got to keep up with me. Like, and I love that because I think that also forces them to pass him the ball, Mm -hmm. regardless if it's a play for him or not. Once he's down and he's set, you have no choice within the offense, but to give Bam the ball. You're not just going to look at this man who just bust his ass Uh getting down here and look him off. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
And I think the fact um, that we were talking about with Tyler, with the curls, and is he going to do the floater? Is he going to do the pass? When he's crisp in his movements, that helps Bam 100%. Mm-hmm. When Tyler is decisive in what he's doing with the ball, um, that just helps the flow. That helps the flow of the offense. Um, and that's the thing. Like, it seems like people, they don't, they don't understand that the ball has to move. And it does. And that does, that doesn't just mean swing side to side. That means moving, even if you're dribbling, but you're actually decisive with what you're doing. Like there is actual purpose in the dribble and not just, the one, two, one, two. If you, you, you know what I'm saying, Bond? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like go somewhere or not even go somewhere. Even if you're like dribbling in place, it, it, it gathers momentum. It gathers energy when it feels like they're, like you said, the decisive and intentional moves. Last thing to, to this point. Well, I don't know if you want to stay on it or not G, but the whole Bam Jimmy Tyler thing, it also has to remain a focal point for Spo to mm-hmm. want to get Bam um, involved and keep him involved this way like Bam has to be the first person that they establish and that has to come from top down we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. I agree, and I think that, you know, before it was a lot of trying to establish Duncan early, and I think we kind of saw how that over time discombobulated their offense. Mm -hmm. And once they went away from that, I felt it got better, and I think Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with you, and I think that starts with Kyle and Tyler, who are the two starting guards. Um, I saw, you know, uh, Kelly O'Burner, Juan, who writes for Heat Beat, uh, had a tweet, and he said, 
I don't I don't really see a problem with this backcourt if they're committed to feeding Bam. And I know, Bon, you were like, I kind of agree and disagree with this. I 100% agree with that. I'm curious as to where you stand with that because I thought that was an interesting comment and I know that uh, there's a bit of nuance to that. Um, mm. So I, I, I fully agree with it in theory. My only thing is when, and I don't know what team is going to be or whatever, but when the team... Um, makes it a point to shut Bam down. Like if I say Bam has to be the person that they establish, if they go, okay, well, we're going to sit on this dude because we know he is the center, he is the sun with which, you know, pulls the rest of our defense that's orbiting, you know, inward a bit. And so when we commit to him, then what does the synergy between your starting guards look like? Right. That's it. If, they're, if, if, if Bam has the lanes and the opportunity, then yeah, right. that's the committed if that's, you know, what we've decided we're going to do, then I don't see a problem right. with it either. It's when he's taking out of games. Right. Hey, but out. like I said, oh, go ahead, G. No, I was going to give a shout out to the Determined Big Daddy for subscribing at Tier 1. Appreciate that, everybody. Thanks, Big Daddy. I love the funny Thank names, you, Big guys. Daddy. I love, I love reading the funny <laughs> names. Sorry to cut you off. Just wanted to give a shout out nah. to, our, to our chat. I was going to say, because I said in the chat, like, games like this is cute. Mm-hmm. When you can, when, when, like, they couldn't stop Bam. Like, they literally couldn't. Whatever he wanted to do, Bam wanted to do. Yeah. These games are cute where you can win with your backcourt not shooting well. But that's not the reality game of game. the system. Yeah. Like, you need, them, you need them to shoot well. Like, but the thing is, is that it's cute tonight, but it's st- like, mm-hmm. I, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it has to still fit when your major piece comes back and how do the three of them kyle jimmy and tyler play off of one another figure it out while also getting bam the ball yeah like these are these are a lot of things that um seem to be more nuanced than people actually want to give it credit to like it was fine tonight but you're not you can't win every night like this like and and if you really and if you think you can then i don't know what you're watching like your role players did a great job tonight, but they're role players. So not every night are they going to be great. Like, I'm sorry, Caleb is playing out of his mind. I think you, I can, I think you can see somewhere close to this sustained of level from him if we keep him at the three. But yeah. that's the thing. See, right. all of these things are the ifs. Well, I mean, he's, he, he, a, he played the four today. Thing. I mean, there was no Jovic. I mean, he was really no. He cut. It was a, him and Max switched on and off at the four. But like they the were just... zone, the zone allows for that, and that might be why. Right. You know, I mean, I guess on offense, it's kind of positionless because it's really it's just shooter right. and wing. You know, I mean, wing three, four. It, it, it functions the same. But I guess on defense with the zone, it's not as demanding. Even though they do play a more intense zone. Shout out to creative. X tenacities uh, for subscribing at tier one. Love you guys. Right. I just think at some point you need Tyler and Kyle to shoot better. Oh, a hundred percent. And, and, and because even if Caleb plays out of his mind, you need those guards to like do something. Like, I, I think what you want is consistency out of those guys. Cause right. they're both shooting 37 from three. Right. And from the mid range, Kyle's at 43%, which is pretty good. For a, as a mid-range guard, uh, and Tyler's about 42 from the mid-range as well. So they're they're pretty eye-to-eye there. Where you need more from Kyle is at the rim, and I've talked about this a bunch on the pod. Mm. 44% at the rim, that's not going to cut it. And for Hero, you're at 59%, which is really good. 
Uh, what's right? That's it's good. better. It's better. You know, once once you're for at the him, 60s, it's yeah, good. Yeah, you know, uh, last year he shot fifty eight percent. You know, kind of at where he is. You want those numbers to go up a little bit, but I, I think that that's about sixty percent is fine for both of them. But I agree with you. They gotta they gotta score a little bit more. The shootings, I think, inconsistent with Kyle. He'll have like a good game and then a bad game and then a good game and then a bad game. I think you want a more <laughs> even performance. I know Bond, you've talked about that. Um, yeah. I think some shooters right. are like that. Uh, but you know, I think it's important that he takes them. And Kyle uses Kyle still has tired legs, and Hero still looks kind of you know injured. So. I do think that's part of it. But Kyle's, I think, has been pretty okay as a shooter. But and I, Tyler don't look that injured. I disagree with that. I don't think Tyler looks injured. I mean, the, he was flying on rebounds today, which was yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. I mean, he's active on the, the board. The shooting is, yeah, the shooting is off. You just, you want to see him start to pick it up. Yeah. Like that, yeah. and that's just, that's just normal. Like, you know, like, it's a great win, but like, we also can't just sit here and be like, oh, this is how we do it. This is not how we do it. Like, this is not the formula. Like, you know, like I and trust me, I love it when he gets into those rebounds because he's a really good rebounding guard. Um, the and I was saying, I think I was saying to Bond, I love the fact that like, um, Tyler's a better passer this season. Max has become a better passer this season. Like they are looking, they're hitting the open guys. They're tr they're making it a point to pass the ball. I love it. Now just go shoot better. Like, and I don't feel like I'm asking too much. Like, that's just part of the game. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What I do think has to in, remain a part of the formula is more playmaking kind of from Tyler. It doesn't have to be 11 assists. You know, it doesn't have to be 10 assists. But I do, and and I not picked fun at, but I don't think it's a coincidence with the, so they're now 6-1 and one with him scoring less than 20. And it's not to say that they don't need him to score because they certainly do, but what, not scoring as much or when you aren't scoring as much you kind of have a focus to do other things or like you know what shots not fall or you should shots not falling right. let me make sure i'm securing rebounds more tenaciously let me make sure i'm making accurate passes on these lobs and things like that right so they definitely need him to score but it, there is something especially with the starting group there is something to him being more of a playmaker um couple pods ago or whatever um maybe a few weeks ago at this point i think it was either one of you and me and frankie um and i asked the question like what's an ideal number of assists for tyler and you know i i maintain that i more often than not i personally want to see him somewhere around six to eight assists a night 
especially with the amount of time he's getting with the starters. Mm. When the bench continues, when the bench comes back in and we have the rest of the bench, he can, you know, be involved with plays as a play finisher. I do think when he's with the starters, he does have to continue to look to um, make sure that others stay involved. Yeah, I thought, like, particularly tonight, Tyler plus Caleb with the bench, I really like that look for them. You know, kind of, you know, we've talked about kind of Tyler with the bench a lot. I thought that was a good look for them, Tiff. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of Caleb helps your defense a bit and kind of gives you a little yep. bit of motor. And it was like Highsmith and, uh, and, and Drew and then the, and Deadman. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought that unit had a bit of gear to them. And I thought Tyler yeah. did a good job of getting everyone in their spots while being a threat to score. And then they went, okay, we're going to stick Kyle and Bam together with Max, which I like that look for them as well. And then they kind of fill those gaps where they did. And I, I thought mm-hmm. that just really worked for them tonight. I like that rotation with this kind of injury. Um, and, and to kind of the, the to tie it all together, you know, I, I liked Tyler in those units. Yeah. I think, like, <clears throat> the one thing that I that I – I, I noticed his game has gotten so much better. He just um, the 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 court awareness right now that he's having with being able to put that the the lob placement, especially for Bam, because I mean, Deadman might be able to get it. He might not be able to get it. So I mean, we're we're not gonna talk we're not gonna talk about Deadman with the lobs, but the connection that he has with the passing to Caleb and the passing to Bam is really good. He's using his court awareness. I like that. Um, I like that he knew the shot wasn't falling, so he did focus on a lot of other things. Um, I still want to see him get into the paint more. I know because I, you know, you know he can do it, and sometimes the lane is there, and he just either he'll start that dribble and then he'll pull it back out, which is I don't really know what's happening with that, but I feel like he can get. I I need to see him get to the line more because I feel like that's what he's missing. Maybe like if he gets, get you know, gets to the line, maybe that also helps the shot. I so I don't know. I think he's gone away from some of the runner floater that I saw work from her a lot, him a lot last season. And it's either what it feels like sometimes this season is either all outside the paint or, you know, all, yeah, all outside the paint or all the way at the basket. And right. A lot of times, you know, he's not going to be able to to finish over these dudes. And so I, I do want to see him, to your point, to kind of get back in the paint a little bit, um, but in the proper spots in the paint and utilize yeah. that floating. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a tough he shot has it. And he has, that's what I'm saying. It's a tough look. It's a tough shot to make consistently. And he's one of the people that can make it really, really frequently, really well. It's why I thought he would have been a help in the Boston series last year. So, um you know, I, I agree with you. And I think he's, I don't know if he's necessarily like afraid of being hit, but he's, he tries to finish around the contact at the rim um, rather than not initiating it, but like just taking it and accepting the getting hit. So I, that's probably why that's you're a small not guard thing. He's, yeah, yeah. 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 Small frail ish. Um, and he, you know, he's injury prone. That's a shooting, so. that's a shooting hand girl. You don't need that. That's a, that's a moneymaker. <laughs> Whatever. It's the uh, passing hand right now. Who was the dude that wore a shooting sleeve that never shot? Was it Ben Simmons? I think he Yeah. Did. Yeah. Which is I think funny. It was Cause it's also so that when you don't, when you get fouled, it doesn't hurt as much, but mm-hmm. man doesn't even want to get fouled. At least Tyler has a shooting sleeve. 
Um, oh, no, you ain't. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 couple we, couple notes uh, before we get out of here. Uh, we talked about Caleb. Obviously, Tyler's uh, real quick on the on the playmaking. Uh, what I've wanted from him since you know he kind of started taking on ball handling reps was I always thought he saw the help a second too late or the play a second too late, and I think he's getting up to game speed, and that you know that comes different for everybody, but I think he's seeing it at the time he needs to see it. I think he's taking advantage. There was a play that got Bama dunk, and he it was in I think it was in the third quarter. He he's running the pick and roll. He holds his dribble because he knows the help is going to jump because he kind of gets to his spot for the pull up, uh, right 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 around the nail area. Holds the dribble kind of like Kyle does, and gets I think it's Hunter or it's either Hunter or Collins kind of comes up to help on the shot. Because Tyler, he's kind of doing that little hesitation where he's going to go up. Immediately slips a pass to Bam, gets an easy dunk. And that's the kind of stuff that he didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of patience, yeah. that it's not just seeing the play, it's baiting. And that's what I talk about when a guy manipulates defenses yes. and when a guy reacts yes. to defenses. And that yes. manipulation yeah. is what takes you to like a legitimate difference maker. And it's not, you know, we just, I want to see that growth continue. Uh, guys, Deadman, I thought tonight, another positive for them. He's put yeah. together a couple games yeah. after we made fun of him relentlessly for being minus a gajillion. The jumper looks good. <laughs> the mid range is there for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he, that, the, the finishing has been, I think really, really nice. 66% at the rim this year. And on not, not, easy finishes, you know, up and unders and stuff. Right. Um, you know, guys, a couple points each, you know, what, what have you seen from Deadman? So we can wrap, wrap, wrap this up. Tiff, oh. tiff them by. I, you know, it's funny. All the, yeah, every, everything you just said looked good. I also just wonder if he's just comfortable. Like, he's playing. There's no, there is no one else that's playing behind Bam, technically. Like, yeah. it's, these are Deadman's minutes. So I wonder also, like, like yeah, we'll, we can be honest. He looked, he looked crappy for an extended period of time. But to me, it just looks like he's settled down. Like, you know, if you really want to be honest, he's not doing anything different than he was doing three games yeah. ago, four games ago. He's taking all the same shots. He's taking the threes. He's still taking that turnaround jump shot. He's taking that little... 15 foot jump shot like he took these when he was looking crappy he just missed all of them he's he's at 56 percent from the mid-range of three which is in the yeah. 98th percentile yeah. now he's hitting the shots and you know what happens when you hit shots you feel good now you feel a little you feel a little light on little, defense little now you start moving yeah, now you move that's it now you're moving Joints your feet feel a little more loose got a little oil i was actually slide some oil <laughs> I just I because it's like I can't sit here and be like he's doing X, Y, and Z. He doing all the same things that he was doing when he looked like crap. I think he just feels better. He's in a better rhythm and he knows what does he get? Ten minutes a game, ten to fifteen minutes a game. Yeah. Those are his minutes. There's no yurt. There's no Robinson. There there is nobody else. Like all these minutes are his. So he, I think it's just like confident, just like anybody else. You, you know, you, your minutes are spry. You don't know what's happening. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's on you. Bond 13, six, six to seven shooting a plus seven. 
uh, not dying when Bam sits. Yeah. One more, one more, one more. Can you ask? You know. Really, no. That's it. And and to Tiff's point, like there is a sense of security mm-hmm. um, when you know that there's no one behind you, and you know, doing all the same things, but re- you know, removed of the anxiousness that kind of comes with it, and you can see anxiety in in players' movement and yep. some of the hurriedness and like a little bit of the bobbling of the balls and just dribbling things off the body parts or whatever. And so you don't see as much of, or, or any of that with him, you know, over these, these last few games. And, and yeah, it, he looks better doing, really is doing the same things um, just with a, a calmer aura, a calmer, a calmer uh, demeanor about him. And just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm a play. Let me, just, let me yep. relax. Let me calm down a little bit. Um, and just go do the things that I know are effective and that I know that I can do. Like, I'm going to take the three, the trail three, the pitch back, because, like, I know mm-hmm. I can knock that down. I mean, I'm going to take it again because I just knocked the first one down and, like, it was a good shot, stuff like that. And and then, you know, kind of lastly, bridging the from Tyler to Deadman segment, I appreciate Tyler's, um, you know, KYP, right? Know your personnel. He's not mm-hmm. trying to throw lobs to Deadman anymore. He yep. ran the same action <laughs> that he had been getting the lobs to Bam off. Yeah. Oh, that little underneath? He got the same look and gave him a cute, perfect little pocket pass. Yep. Like, get yep. that man something in his wheelhouse yep. that he can catch and, yep. and go into finishing the move himself with. So, yeah. shout out to Tyler tonight. A, huh? Yeah, that's a big, I, I think that's a big, that's a big comment to make because you're absolutely right. That pass, because remember, he tried to kill him a couple of times this season with lobs and it just didn't. I'll never forget that one time. He tried <laughs> it didn't work to out. He down his Haslam out. <laughs> Like every time I see him try to throw a lob to Deadman, I just think about that UD lob. <laughs> like, poor, poor Udonis. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's uh, very solid. I have a question because I I figured even if Gabe was available, I because we, we talked about this earlier, I didn't think he would play. Um, I I Tonight? thought they would probably hold him out. Yeah, I thought they would hold him out again. But who else was who? Was he available? Was Duncan available? Like I have no idea. Duncan's who... in street clothes. Gabe is active. Oh, but, okay. You know, you need eight. You have to dress eight to play. Right. Um, right. And I like we talked the other day. I think you see on, on we talk on his face, right? I think you see Gabe. Maybe Wednesday, right? If not right? Wednesday, then definitely Friday. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was dressed. He just, I he wasn't playing. That's why Drew's here. Okay. That's why they brought Drew. Like right. they wouldn't okay. have brought Drew for you know the one game. I don't believe. Yeah, so um, I expect Jimmy. I I don't know, you know, I haven't heard or seen anything report. I imagine Jimmy's going to be back for one of the Boston games. You, you hope it. You hope it's Wednesday. You know, obviously that's a that's going to be a tough test. Looking ahead for them, obviously you want Gabe back as well to give Kyle a bit of a spell. Um, and yeah. really, Gabe's just been really good for them. You know, obviously you need him to yeah. get his shooting numbers up as well, but. You know, just a solid guard who can kind of attack off off closeouts and all that. So, hope Gabe can come back to the lineup. Happy that Max is back. Um, you want to mitigate some of you know as much as Drew Smith and Highsmith and and Kane have kind of gotten you through this this tough stretch. You know, you're gonna need those minutes. You know, to be soaked up by Jimmy and and other guys and Gabe and and and, and company. Um, hopefully Duncan as well. Uh, when I was gonna he... say, do you think when Duncan's healthy, do do you see him? I know he like was in the rotation earlier on, and then like the most recent stretch, he was. Man, minutes were shortened a bit. Do you see them 
you know, looking to get him. That's back touchy. I like I like them with a wing that has like a more downhill defense mentality. Um, yeah, but like you know, as I haven't like loved Highsmith or Drew, but there's just something about it that makes the team look like it functions better. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, obviously like Duncan plays really well in the warrior game and then you see him like flip a quarter and you could, you know, that ultimately wins you the game. So it, it could go, you know, to quote the deuces, it could go either way. I think, <laughs> I think against Boston, it'll, I mean, I don't think Duncan would be ready. I still don't know what happened. How do, how do you cut your hand in your injury. jersey? I think yeah. they said he, he, I think they said he cut a, he cut his hand, right? In his jersey, but doing something with his jersey, that doesn't make like his hand got tangled. Maybe it's a nail. They said his hand got tangled in somebody else's jersey, which means that can be a nail. What do you mean? Those nail? hurt. They said that yeah. sounds small. It hurts to try to yeah. surf the ball with. How, but how does your hand get caught in a jersey and cut and you're out for two weeks? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. I'm just repeating. I know. What I'm just, I, heard. I don't get it. Like, did Pat, did Pat like, la- like lace? You know, Deadman's jersey with nails. I don't. It's just. It's strange. Uh, shout out to Frankie who tier one subbed. It's a tax write off. Frankie, he sent us a receipt. <laughs> uh, love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. You know, we're tweeting out the schedule. He wins. He wins. He wins. Make sure you follow us on Twitter ah. at Mia Heapy to to get all our updates. We post a schedule every Sunday. Every Sunday around noon. Uh, that'll be the stream schedule for the week. If you guys haven't caught on, the way it kind of works is we don't really do weekend games unless it's like a big opponent. You know, you can count on a post-game show and a pre-game show every weekday. Uh, pro- and then every weekend, it's like an a la carte of what we decide. And then, of course, pods on off days and then one hangover time a week. This week, against the Boston Celtics. Uh, there's also a, a watch party. Um Five Reasons is doing it. I'm going to be there. Christian's going to be there. So if you guys want to come out and support, it's on Five Reasons, all of their Twitter pages that Ethan tweets it out. Like, What day is that? It's Wednesday. It's a day of hangover we time. Should, we should do a playback. We should do a playback. Uh, for, for the, yeah, yeah. So well, we're going to be there. It's going to be around Wynwood. So check that out. It's at a distillery. Um, and I'll be there. So if you want to come say hi to us, me, Ethan, all, you know, Alex, you know, Brady, everybody, you know, come, come, come on by. Uh, somebody in chat says, I vote for hangover time at least twice a week. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. This is not a democracy. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 I didn't open a public vote. You know, it's, uh, it's, you know, I, that's not how this works. I love you guys though. And, uh, we'll see you tomorrow for an episode of Miami heat beat. And, uh, we'll see you on, uh, for the games. Uh, peace out. Love you. He win. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.